the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. This is our Easter edition, and we uh, want to welcome you. And uh, if uh, we are recording this in advance, so uh, you don't want to call in uh, today, you... Uh, Wait a minute, they can call Calvin's number. <laughs> I don't know if they can. I think Calvin's full. Is he? Yeah, they can. Are you, what is your is your event full? The... Uh one is absolutely full, and then the two are half. Two, two other ones are half full. So okay, so they can still do the one at Millburgers. The one at Millburgers is okay. still got, and some that's room. on the fifteenth. Fifteenth, that's right at uh, ten a.m. I guess I, yeah. they. Uh, I declared it at nine thirty, but everybody else has made <laughs> it at ten a.m. So well, I'll give you thirty minutes to yeah. take a nap or something. But uh, I chatted with uh, Douglas King Seed Company today about their um, milkweed. And, uh, of course, they they said they got lots of them, but they, they talked about there wasn't much growth. And I said, well, welcome to the milkweed. <laughs> <laughs> you mean growth in their transplants or yeah, growth they, in their they seeded, they, uh, seeded transplants for us, and then they're gonna, they'll have some backup with some uh, seeds. seeds, too. But they've, they've got... Uh, um, Enough uh, enough uh, milkweed transplants for one for everybody that at all three events. <laughs> did uh, did they expect to get good germination out of those things? Um, <laughs> yeah, did they ever grown them before? Uh, yeah, uh, you know Forrest at uh, uh, one of the staff members there at Douglas King Seed Company used to work with uh, work worked at uh, a different location that. Did a lot of work with oh, uh, okay. milkweeds. Now they're 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 dealing with uh, varieties that are a little different. Well, they're dealing with um, butterfly, um, the the colorful uh, colorful one, and then they're also de- they're dealing with a one that's not so colorful that is uh, a, f- a good source for the uh, toxic chemicals. And All right, <laughs> for monarchs of the microbes. <laughs> The microbial, <laughs> yeah, the mi- yeah, the, you know, one of the, that's one of the uh, one of the uh, requirements of. Uh, that's why they need milkweed for reproduction is because of the uh, chemicals that are in the in the uh, foliage and uh, the caterpillars consume. Oh, okay, and, and then it's uh, the birds and the other predators are not too happy with the taste. <laughs> yeah, so they leave them alone. 
So they 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 pass up. They pass a lot of monarchs. Well, that's Although bad news all, for you. Not all monarchs. If they're eating them for taste. Oh, the milkweed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I said if they're eating the caterpillars for taste, by the time they get a good taste. There's no more caterpillar. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't imagine it takes many <laughs> bites to finish a caterpillar. No, no, no. So, now, so that's the 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 fifteenth is the Millburgers mm-hmm. event. That's a Saturday morning. And the number to call to for that one is closed today, but it'll be open up again tomorrow on Monday. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Write that down, or just Google Mill Millburger. Or go to millburgernursery.com, but 210-497-3760. That's not your regular number, man. No, the, we can't give that one out because they can't call. <laughs> although they could call Al. No, just wish wait him, a wish him a happy Easter. But okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So that's Millburgers on the 15th. And the, then on Bronfels the, one is on the full. 22nd, it's the um, uh, Dream Hill Estates. Mm. Education Resource Center, and of course, Dream Hill Estates is a neighborhood over at Medical Center where, where uh, I live. There, uh, most of us there are uh, are older, <laughs> and uh, and they and we got our uh, nonprofit funding uh, to pursue a, a educational program. Uh, oh, good for uh, a senior inter, uh, intergenerational education program to try to get. Young people to inter intercommunicate and uh, work with uh, our senior citizens. I don't want them kids over here. <laughs> oh, they're so, going to no. They're going to get on your lawn. Oh, yeah, gonna, oh, park man. on the park the cars <laughs> on the lawn. So that that's the twenty twenty <laughs> second, and work. that's at uh, <laughs> that's at nine nine thirty in the in the morning, and uh, that phone number is. Uh, is uh, every, one that gets right to the every, everybody. Yeah, right everybody to the, right the person down. Doing it. Okay. Yeah, that's two ten three eight two four four five five, and that's on the twenty second. And it, there's uh, still slots there. Now the one that there is not much any room left is the uh, New Braunfels. Yeah, mm-hmm. gosh, they're they're, they they've got a lot of activity over there. Yeah, they called me and said. Calvin, you know that it, it's uh, <laughs> our program does not start till ten o'clock, and you're announcing nine thirty. Oh, jeez! And I say, and I said, well, what do you suggest I do? They said, we'll call them all up and tell them. Oh <laughs> man! So uh, between uh, the extension service and uh, our our volunteers, were, we're calling them to just uh, and and on the radio, letting everybody that's signed up for the new Braunfels program. To we're going to start at ten, <laughs> ten to eleven. Well, they get good parking if they get there at nine thirty. Yeah, they sure can yeah. get parking. Yeah. <laughs> um, where is it in New Braunfels? It's at their is it a guard is it like a botanical garden? Yeah, or? yeah. There's a uh, educational, uh, an agricultural educational center. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Jerry there. and I have given they, them you, quite a few. They presentations. had rose planting out there. Ooh. Yeah. That I helped them with. Okay, antique roses, and they've got well, you actually uh, and they've helped actually them with roses rather than just trimming them and cutting them, and, yeah. and uh, vegetable garden and the whole works. Yeah, very cool. That's that's a nice place. All right, there. so for but they don't they don't I don't think they allowed young people in there. <laughs> uh, actually, well, I was going to say it's a, a younger crowd, but yeah, uh, n- no. not so you'd notice <laughs> much. Mm. 
younger than uh, maybe us. Well, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. On behalf of everybody at Millburgers, they want to wish you a happy Easter. Uh, we're closed today, but we are open again tomorrow. Lots of good things on special. Is it time for Milton's gardening segment? I guess so. Okay. So remember this, the wild seed packet? Yep. Okay. Uh, you threw it out, and it was coming up all over the place. It is, it is uh, on our watering day only, plus the little rains that we got. Oh. we uh, It has been watered, and it is thriving. Uh, it is. We have uh, all kind. Of, I, I tried to take a picture. I don't know what happened to it. I'll have to send you the picture. <laughs> But uh, lots of blues, <coughs> lots of tall plants. I don't know what they are. That's why I'm hoping I can send them to you. It's not some uh, Indian paintbrush. I know what those are. Oh yeah, the Indian. Yeah. How about coreopsis? Surely there's core. Yeah. Is there coreopsis? Probably so. Yellow. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. They're spectacular. Uh, I'm wondering if the tall blue stuff is there's tall blue, tall pink. If that's larkspur. It could be. Oh gosh, yeah. Is that is could larkspur be. pink and blue? You know, my in my larks, well, larkspur, a lot of flowers them, and some a lot of them got flowers. killed okay. by the freeze, but I still get all those three colors. <laughs> you know, the blue, the yeah. pink, pink, and the white, and they're very, very attractive. It's almost a, a better situation when you've got quite a few of the larkspur been, been killed by the freeze because yeah, you've got, yeah, got limited room. numbers spread spread out pretty well, and yes. uh, that's another. Another plant, Milton. You, your butter, the butterflies like. Oh like yeah, it's a lot, and hummingbirds like. Yeah, and boy, bees like it. There are bees. Oh, gosh, yeah. We have. We call it our little meadow. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> just a little bit bigger than this. So what is Uh-oh. this? Uh, it's probably about four foot by twelve foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not a disciplined look. Well, that's why wildflowers are supposed to look. Yeah, it looks weedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the story about pulling up to. Uh, Carol Abbott's house, first time I ever met him and visited him. And I looked at his place. Of course, I I was young and full of myself. And so we pulled up to his house. Now he's old and full of himself. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as full. Maybe half tank. But uh, uh, I said, Carol, I got some two four. I got some Roundup <laughs> that I can help you with. This. I was serious. I was going to oh. have him. Oh man! He said, "Fool!" Yeah, I <laughs> bet he did. Those are all wildflowers, and some of them are very rare. I said, "I'm going to make them rarer if you want me to." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it, it looked like a a weed patch. Yeah, it's which, which they do look it's like. pretty because it's got lots of flowers. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's still yeah, weedy and yucky, and but <laughs> but it's we like it. Our yeah. ruelia is blooming. Our little uh, we have the tall ones. After oh, really? the freeze, it got knocked down to the ground, and yeah. now it's coming back up oh, and blooming. Good, yeah, good. Now my I I had a, a development today too. My uh, neighborhood repairman. Got my uh, flat tires on my mower fixed. Oh. So <laughs> so what I was d- doing, I got a chance to cut down some of that uh, rescue grass <laughs> and other other uh, uh, grassy weeds. And, uh, and they kind of had buried all the all the wildflowers. You talked <laughs> oh, about. is that right? I, I, I see some uh, blue bonnets hidden in, inside there yeah. and... Uh, and the uh, well, 
What are the ones with the pinks, the pink and the, the almost always the fir, first bloomer hmm. uh, date, yeah. and it's not a day uh, flower? Big pair. Is it the V? It begins with a V. Uh, I don't know if it oh. begins with a V, but it's got it's a not the uh, ones we saw coming morning, back from uh, Florida. Yeah, boy, it, it's a pink pink flower, low growing. Pink some, yeah, and then sometimes you'll have yellow periwinkle. Mm-hmm. Not like a vinca. Not like a vinca. Okay. No, but it's a very, very attractive and the uh, flat, single petal yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the, of course, the nectar or the plants that need nectar like them too. So yeah, what well, the action? The road, the uh, landscapers on the highways use that a lot. That, that's right. Mm, okay. Personally, evening primrose. Oh, that's it. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Evening primrose. Oh, per, what's purslane? Because <laughs> uh, Carol Abbott uh, uh, made a mis- oh, didn't make a mistake, but he also selected one and named it after his wife. Okay. But, uh, I, and I looking at them, uh, you can all, also often see uh, darker pink ones in there, hmm. different colors. So... Uh, he w- he wanted me to do that, but I the blue bonnets was enough for me. But that <laughs> that's a pretty one because uh, you can mow that thing down, and uh, it'll come back. Yeah. yeah, even in the heat of the summer. And it's there there early. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a uh, it, yeah it reseeds and it, uh, it it really blooms. I mean, it covers the ground with bloom. But of course. Next to my rescue grass, the probably the most acreage is covered by blue curl. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, who who's you were you were oh. recommending that for a while there, weren't you? Yeah. And it is it, so. When I was mowing in the old days, you know, if a uh, blue curl would have been there, <laughs> I would have gone around. Yeah, there it. you go. Now, now I I don't make a lot of Just sharp plow over because huh? it's because it's everywhere. I don't. I can't believe I've never grown that. Uh, and then, the, well, the certified butterfly garden, uh, Mary, yeah. Mary has got that growing there well, and uh, so it must uh, reseed itself. Oh gosh, yeah. well. in the shade or the sun. Yeah, and I I know a lot of our gardeners are are using it now that hadn't used it before. What is that? Uh, uh, that's native seed uh, supplier that's in Junction. What is that? What are they called? Native, yeah, uh, native plant. Oh, I don't know. Well, uh, let's see. Texas, not Texas Seed Company. I'll look it up. Yeah, because they're, they're they, they, they must be. Well, well, a lot of neighbors are giving a giving the seed away. Yeah, and then, but uh, I think they're the only ones, as far yeah. as I can tell. There's uh, Wild Seed doesn't have them. Yeah, I don't know why they used to have them. Yeah, that's right. We used to refer. Yeah. Them. People, but uh, how big is the seed? Are the seeds small? Yeah, the seeds are small. Very small. Okay. Yeah, it's easier. It's it's the good. It's the way to do the uh, uh, the weatherman or weatherman. Yeah. Just a big sack of it, <laughs> rather, rather than try to get all the seeds. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, but it uh, the germination level is very high. That's good. And it's a, it blooms over a long period. That's one of the reasons I like it, 
because it fills that gap while you're waiting for the mist flower and for the zinnias. zinnias. Is it and Native the, American seed? Huh? Yeah, that's it. Okay, sorry, Native American seed. Native American seed. Well, yeah, for the, that's for gardeners that are, are looking for a uh, commercial source of blue curl seed. And uh, Phasalia is the Latin name for it. Phasalia. I P- love it when he talks. P-H-A-C-E-L-I-A. <laughs> but uh, you like it if you can... If you're one of your uh, friends or uh, members of your garden club has it, just get, get a, a few heads. But uh, they produce a lot of seed, so yeah. you, you don't have to worry about that. Well, you need to save Cap Milton and I some seed. Yeah. So we went. This was, this was the <laughs> coolest idea. I don't know. Uh, I should probably bring this up yesterday. Oh. Um, we were visiting in Castroville. Okay. And at their library, they have, you know how you have the uh, leave a, take a penny, leave a penny mm-hmm. things? They have take a seed packet, leave a seed packet. And people will put their little uh, seeds of different things in, you know, single serving bags. And they leave them <laughs> at the library. And um, and then I guess other people take them. And, and yeah, they, they probably uh, probably got some interesting seed over in Castro. Yeah. The poppies were still coming up. So uh, a little bit. I think they're they're about pooped out, but they're still <laughs> the poppies pretty. are pooped. They're they're, they're poopies. <laughs> All right. So uh, the poppies, that, that neat the idea. poppies are still doing pretty well, but I mean they're they got almost got wiped out from the freezes. But those that remained are still got good color. Who was it that was showing off their uh, um, the color color that was it Greg that was after the you know. Texas A and M, uh, the maroon color, the maroon poppies. Yeah, he's got them on. Yeah, uh, one of our one of our gardeners was uh, had uh, photos. I don't know. Was it, maybe it was Bart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, and, uh, his came up. Yeah, we, his are his are. Uh, we got to take a quick break. Well. Hang on to that thought. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our Easter show, which is recorded. Happy Easter from everyone here at Millburgers at 9.30 a.m. This is the answer. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we were just talking about our gardens and stuff. Did we, and I had to cut you off because we had to take a break. Uh, anything else that you wanted to, to say on that and the seeds and Bart? And what the, was I talking about? Maroon we were talking poppies. about the maroon poppies. Oh, poppies, yeah. Who was it who took, oh, had a picture of one that you were questioning whether it was maroon or not? Was that Mary? Mary. That oh, was it was Mary. Mary. Okay. I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. tell her. You break her heart. <laughs> but see that that maroon poppy that Greg's got is uh, came out of some reds, red poppies that we uh, collected up around uh, Lady Bird Johnson's ranch up there, and he collect we collected red beautiful red and uh, planted them out. I I don't think I ever planted them, but Greg planted them. And then from that red came the maroon, kind of like the blue bonds. And, uh, but there's a, and kind of like the blue bonnets, 
the uh, maroon, I think the prettiest room maroonish one is the red maroon. And that's exactly the same thing we've had with the blue bonnets. Uh, Greg, Greg and Ag, his Aggie buddies, Dr. Stein and all that people, when we were selecting the maroon, uh, they wanted that uh, bl- that brown maroon, you know, the true Aggies. That's, that's oh. what they want. Okay. But as I was making the selections, the one that jumped out at me was this red maroon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Greg was out of town. And that's become the maroon, uh, blue bonnet, <laughs> the red maroon. But uh, Larry Stein from Castorville mm-hmm. is still hanging on to that old ugly maroon that's brown. Oh, the maroon. brownish. And uh, he grows them out of his house. So, you know, you can't get people out of that stuff. Mm. Now, just out of curiosity, at some point I'm going to have to mow the meadow down. Yeah. I just guess, wait till it turns brown. Okay. And then that'll mean that, that was I have always to see. the dilemma. Do you remember when they, uh, for a while there, they were trying to get a wildflower field in downtown San Antonio? Uh. <laughs> and they. Mowed it. They, they, they would, yeah, they would. Oh. They would, uh, of course, when it was in first in bloom, it was beautiful. Yeah. But then it would go, go to seed and then they'd. Have to mow it down, and then he couldn't. It was, it was like you were talking to a, uh, <laughs> a wall or something. <laughs> no, it can't be. It can't be that ugly. It's, it, uh, yes, it is. But it, it didn't like three, four years, and they decided, well, maybe we could have something else. It's yeah, yeah, attractive uh, <laughs> domestic plants. Or well, something. see that that's uh, was Ladybird's uh, claim to fame. Johnson, mm-hmm. because uh, it cost a lot of money in gas and labor and machinery, equipment, stuff like that, to b- b- mow the highways off after the blue bonnets bloom. So, uh, so, but most highway departments. Uh, would uh, jump the gun. In other words, as soon as the bloom was gone, they'd take it down. But they wouldn't let the seed ripen. So Ladybird's deal was uh, she talked to Carol Evan and a couple of other people like that, and and they passed the law that uh, the highway department would not mow those wildflowers down until they were brown. Oh, that's good. And uh, that saved them millions of dollars throughout the state because uh, it's very expensive to make that cut. So that that did away with uh, maybe two cuts, which is significant. Oh, wow. So, uh, and she she's saved the wildflowers. I mean, uh, she, they were diminishing the numbers the population by cutting it down before those seeds fell. So, so uh, speaking of seed, 
Yeah. So now it is the uh, middle. It's going into the middle of April. There you go. If you wanted to do more seeds, I know. I know we talk about wildflowers in October, November. Cosmos. Oh, you can plant cosmos now. Oh yeah. Okay. All, all through the summer. Well, and, and, uh, and there's a uh, the salvia, one of the salvias, the red, uh, that red one. Yeah. Uh, that in, one in the shade. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's got a nice color. Some of those are blooming right now. Yeah. A few of them. What about your zinnias? Can I plant them by seed now? Oh, no. Gosh, yeah, zinnias. <laughs> zinnias are, they're on sale, in fact, at Millburger. Yeah. That surprises me this early. Um, and it's it's a typical uh, middle of April where you got the snapdragons that have, are recovered and uh, are coming out of their paw, uh, bloom paws. And petunias. And, and then you got root. Yeah, petunias are looking good. I've got... I noticed uh, some of my uh, really kind of the dark purplish kind of oh, yeah. that, uh, started to bloom. And then the, uh, let's see, the zinnias and then the snapdragons, let's see, snapdragons. So they're all. I guess you could plant marigold seed, too. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, got, of course, we got plants. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they do extremely well from seed. Uh, easy to germinate and everything else, and they actually grow probably more vigorous than the ones you buy. Oh, really? Why? Because the ones you buy have been uh, treated with growth regulator to oh. keep them keep them short, so they'll let you have a longer shelf life at the nursery. Well, that did the. the uh, that's a, a similar to the. The zinnia situation too. I always my favorites are like those California <laughs> giants. Yeah, and those are that are you know what three and a half feet tall, big big flowers. <laughs> we instead we get uh, we have our little dream dreamland, yeah. which are nice they're color, cute. compact, <laughs> but they're they're little. They look uh, look like little pastries uh. rather, rather than. Lavish, <laughs> strong, you know blooms. You know verses out there at uh, you said that vegetable stand at sixteen oh four and thirty five South. 16, yeah, and uh, they they would uh, always plant zinnias, and every year, <laughs> especially when Henry was alive, the father. Uh, they would come to me and say, Parsons, why can't we get some of that big one? That big one we used to have. Uh, Moore's Feed and Seed out here on uh, South Flores used to sell them bulk. Like they, they sold all seeds bulk mm-hmm. to the vegetable girl. I was trying to, re- oh, pota- potatoes. Yeah, That's where yeah, I used to yeah. go to get the Absolutely. potato seeds. And uh, they would sell to the farmers, too. But uh, I guess they would buy that big seed in bulk. But uh, they had a hell of a time finding those. I, I, th- I think I'm starting to think of the last place they found some. It could have been Douglas Seed, Douglas yeah. seed, seed Company. 
Now, the, the one saving grace on that uh, dreamland seed is that uh, it, the, the, when they reseed, you get a whole variety of the parent material. Oh, yeah. And so then you, then you suddenly get some of the, some oh, larger, the tall ones and the, you don't, you don't get oh. the compact orderly. Yeah. But you get larger plant, plants and bigger flowers. And, uh, and also <laughs> it seems to be that the, uh, oh, they're, they're more butterflies vigorous. and everything. The bees like the like that second yeah, generation better be. than the first. It could be. Yeah. So y'all have mentioned Douglas King. Uh, they're the sponsors for the milkweed, and you've mentioned them a couple of times. I know I've heard you talk about them, but I don't know what. Obviously, they sell seeds. Oh yeah. Uh, to uh, to farmers. Okay, so not to consumers or. Yeah, I think they sell to yeah, okay. They do. It's because uh, I've heard people say people we've yeah we've had callers who say yeah, yeah I checked Douglas King and they have it or I've checked yeah. Douglas King and they, they don't sell have well it. wildflower seed. Oh, do they? Okay, yeah. uh, not to the you know the not to the degree or the variety that some of our other yeah. uh, suppliers do, but. Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of excited when they were interested in uh, uh, coming out, helping us get some milkweed. So if I kind of hear this show and I get interested, do I just look them up online? And my yeah, can I buy Douglas, online? I guess I could. Douglas Seed Company. Okay. Yeah. Douglas or Douglas or Douglas King. Douglas King. King. Okay. I'm, I, I think, think I heard them in association with grass seeds too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, big time. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they were they were the ones that were uh, trying to sell that uh, mix, uh, the native mix, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. John Thomas got into that too for a little while, but uh, anyway, yeah, they they they've got their own farm. Okay. Uh, on, uh, that they've had for years, I guess. And you, you go out there, and uh, it's it's this side of Castorville, out to the left there, uh, pretty close to high school. Wow. But uh, anyway, uh, you go out at the farm, and they've got different grasses, acres of different grasses that they go in there and uh, take the seed off of. I guess it can be open pollinated. Yeah, that's but, interesting. But uh, uh, and, and they're they kind of got into the blue bonnets because the owner, the owner now, is a hardcore Aggie. Okay, and he wanted to those maroons blue bonnets to uh, to sell to the. Uh, Aggies, Aggie moms, and all that stuff. But uh, anyway, we worked a little bit, but we started with him before the drought. So he's had uh, trouble, like we all have. Oh. Solving the seed, just getting the seed. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the possibility of rain. 
Well, now, we're recording know, before the possibility of rain. I don't know, but you do know why? Why? It's blue bonnet harvest time. Blue bonnet seed harvest time. Oh, what does that mean? That the rain will do what? It means that the seed have dried and given the right weather conditions will pop. Oh, good. And be lost on the ground. But that's okay. No. Oh. Not when you're trying to harvest. Oh, you're, you're harvesting. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we, we, we need the yeah, rain. I, I talked to Dr. Stein the other day, and he, because he's carrying on the color thing. And uh, uh, he's he's getting ready to harvest. The, or was getting ready. Maybe it got him last week, this week. But uh, getting ready to harvest the uh, uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue. That was mm-hmm. planted at Verstraten Farm out at Highway 1936, is it, or 30-something, 30 36, out there, uh, Fawn Army. But, uh, and he said, he, I said, Larry, is it is it going to be too hard to harvest those? He said, no, because they, they just like you said, they shot up a, a stalk, yeah, a little stalk, about four or five inches tall, had a seed pod on the top with maybe two or three seed in each one pod. So it'll be it'll be bending over work, but uh, okay. it'll be easy. Hey, we need to take another break. Uh, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. This is our Easter edition. And uh, we uh, so we're recording it today. We're recording it actually on uh, Wednesday prior to Easter. So as we talk about the rain, uh, <laughs> it may have already happened. We're going to take a break. Uh, I don't lick. Oh man, don't do that. I need that rain. I hope you're I hope you're leaving your truck windows open. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. That's the day my world will end. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. On Easter Sunday, this is recorded in advance, and uh, hopefully uh, yesterday, uh, this is recorded Wednesday in advance. Hopefully yesterday we were talking about all the rain we got. Oh, is that right? I hope so. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, another, another thing that we... Uh, uh, t- talked about or have had some success in the last few years growing, um, but this this year kind of got wiped out. Except now it's come back. We're going to at least have a short bloom period. Uh, sw- sweet peas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're I just they they kind of fight and linger <laughs> until suddenly they get to some point. I guess, yeah. I'm sure it's weather related or so. Whatever. And and that's <laughs> they're at off. that point now where they're taking off. Getting growing above the weeds and go. everything, and so I expect I expect there'll be some blooms in the next week or ten yeah, days. Yeah, do they have so. to get to a certain height of, on that trellis before they bloom? Start blooming? Seems to be, yeah. Okay. And once they start the bloom, though, yeah, they're finished. Then they're <laughs> everywhere. Then they 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 take over responsibility <laughs> for it, and they're and of course they're, they're another one of those uh, 
wonderful uh, flowers that has a, a great fragrance and so yeah if you leave it, if you leave them the vines on the ground will they still bloom some okay yeah. i did i did you know we're talking about they get to survive on the trellis it's so and somebody could say well that's just the age of the plant yeah but and if you a, grow them on the ground it's so easy bloom. just to use uh tomato cages oh or, yeah or those uh which just, are empty just flat trages or fla- flat, uh, yeah, uh, metal things too that yeah. uh, wor- they they work. But uh, yeah, tomato cages are yeah are the easiest to use, and they're sort they're sort of easy to get out of the way once they die. To pull them out, of those vines are so. And then small. if the if the weather cooperates, you got you some sometimes you'll get three four years of reseeding, and that, yeah. th- those are the, the best, some of the best. Because uh, yeah, it's hard they, to explain some of the colors <laughs> that show up. and, and yeah. uh, they're, That was the Mendel plant, wasn't it? The uh, the breeder, the, ain't, ain't the oh, father yeah. of horticulture, Mendel, M-E-N-D-E-L-E. I said, what are the sweet peas? I think you I think he was, yeah, that was the mental guy. Uh, <laughs> Mendel, yeah, I think we're so. All I mental, think he was yeah. working with. Uh, I thought so too. I know peas. peas. Yeah, the sweet peas. I always think of green peas. Yeah, but that was the. Those good. Well, I haven't seen much action on the uh, um, vegetable peas, though. Have you guys? I, I don't know to look. They got. Yeah. Uh, they got. They were going strong until they got hit by the the December freeze, and yeah, and they might come back. Are there vegetables I can plant now? No. Okay, thank you. I know peppers. <laughs> I can do the peppers. Yeah. Oh, tomatoes at the end. Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of at the end of tomatoes, but we got uh, the white green, green beans, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and cucumbers are going wild. Oh, okay. What about watermelon? Is it time to plant watermelon? I don't no. know about watermelon. No. You just say that because you don't want me to plant anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh Melton, how big is your garden? Big as this desktop? Uh, no, no, we have bigger. We have we have some bigger stuff. Well, really? A little I, bit. It's how funny, big? It's is funny it? because when well, you, you think of his garden, you're thinking how big it is outside. I think of his garden. I'm thinking of his car trunk. Uh, yeah, it's that's all, where most <laughs> things stand up. Just go, let me go to the trunk and get a, get a fresh watermelon out of there. Hold on one sec. Yeah, uh, yes. or you, or you pull this old container and says. What was that? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe maybe that was the, where the sweet peas were. Uh, oh, now it's all fuzzy. Why is it fuzzy? Um, okay, so but say the, somebody else wanted to plant watermelon. Is it too early? Uh, no, they should not plant them. Why? That's something we don't recommend that people plant in their garden. Oh. Because they have vines, brother. No, I've seen it's them. It's kind of like uh, Calvin uh, Tatuma. Tatuma squash. <laughs> Uh, we we always recommend it because it doesn't get uh, 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 bores. Bores. But uh, guy came up to the radio the other day and said, "I said, have you tried Tatuma squash?" He said, "That damn thing runs all over the place, <laughs> runs in the trees and everything." <laughs> oh, said, really? It'll go up? Oh, yeah. Is well, it pretty? They're straight, can... straight and true, <laughs> and they've got little about. Almost every foot, and then they're, they yeah a little tattoo. And if you if you wait too long, they go <laughs> get to be volleyball size, and oh. which you can eat. You can eat the volleyball size, yeah, absolutely. It's a little not tough. You, you got to I mean, figure out what you're gonna <laughs> well, what recipe you're gonna use. Well, and, what you do, you you uh, 
cut cut them open, uh, scrape all the seed out, and then send us the seed up here at Millburgers, and then uh, <laughs> then uh, you you look in your refrigerator and see whatever you got in there, old, new, whatever. Okay. Uh, grind it up and then put it in the center where the seed was and then tie that squash together and put it in the in the oven at uh, 450 for 36 hours or something like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> really? So for a full day and a half, huh? Until uh, it gets tender, man. The recipes of Dr. Parson are purely his own and do not necessarily reflect it. Well, that one won't be on fire. It'll yeah. be yeah, charcoal. Just, but yeah. <laughs> but the, then the inside is wonderful, especially if you put onions and hamburger meat. and. But, but I can't plant Tatuma now. I cannot. Uh, right? Oh, uh, uh, I don't. I think you could. You could yeah. try it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you get seed, well, these warm. The heat does. The heat doesn't days. seem to bother it too much. So we we decided last chance for tomatoes, peppers. Is there still time? Yeah, we got real grande gold at the, I know. the nursery. Yeah, I got to get some. <laughs> um, yeah. Get them before they're gone. Yeah, and then what else was I thinking? Um, Oh, doggone it, it left me. Tomatoes, peppers, eggplant. Oh, Oh, that's what you can plant, Milton. Okay. Tatuma. I need an eggplant recipe. Someone gave us some eggplant. Ikebon, Ikebon. Which is a big purple one. Oh, somebody gave you a plant? No, a uh, eggplant, two eggplants. Fruit. Fruit, yeah, the big purple ones. How were they? We haven't eaten them yet. Okay. They're in our refrigerator. You'll appreciate that. Oh, no. Are they big ones? Yes. Big, Okay. You make slices, <laughs> yes. make slices. Yeah, about uh, oh, what, two inches thick. Slice them down. You got two inch slices, elongated. Okay. And then you uh, take them over to the sink and turn the garbage disposal on. <sighs> right down, right down the dr- chopper. It, you know that that tenderizes them. Uh-huh. I eat I eat eggplant, but it's yeah. not my favorite. But you know, there's there's like uh, whole um, <laughs> books, re- restaurants, and <laughs> yeah. everything that that rely or whole nationalities that rely on egg eggplants. And I mean, you stuffed eggplant. Forty seven different right? recipes for. Yeah. we're going to get some eggplant people on the show. <laughs> tell you how to do it. I bet they use that Tatuma recipe that I just gave. Oh, for the eggplant, too? Yeah. Okay. But the important thing to remember is always plant your eggplant plants in the shade. Your carrots in the shade? Yeah. Your eggplants? Eggplant. Oh, the eggplant. So they won't grow. Calvin, yeah, I was going to say. So they won't have any fruit. Okay. So uh, you're talking to a man that... Live that, Milton. Oh. <laughs> you planted I, them in the shade? No. I, I used to, of course, I worked with the farmers, and the Verstratens uh, uh, used to be famous eggplant growers. Really? And won a lot of vegetable shows with them. I bought the South Texas Vegetable Show and uh, won first prize. So they were pistols uh, growing those things. And every time I would go out there, 
they would say. Want some eggplants? Well, <laughs> when they say want some of something, oh. you're talking a bushel. Wow, that's a lot for that's a, a lot family. Of, so, <laughs> so I'd bring it home a bushel of eggplant. Well, what are you going to do with a bushel of eggplant? But my wife finally decided she was going to make her famous casserole. Ooh. And so she, she fixed up the eggplant. It takes a long time to make this casserole, I, I heard. And we sat down at the table, and my family all around there, anxious to <laughs> try this eggplant casserole, mm-hmm. at which time they were given a serving. And as each one of them took, took a bite, they spit it on the floor. Oh, that's terrible. That didn't go well with my wife. I was thinking that wouldn't. <laughs> so She slaved over that eggplant all day. Uh, yeah, yeah. So learn by experience. Okay. It uh, had cheese in it. Yeah, was, uh, was it stuffed? Were the, were the eggplant? It should have been stuffed. Down <laughs> okay, the well, I, I set myself up for that one. <laughs> yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, there's some recipes that have uh, the cheese and a little yeah. little meat. Ground yeah, meat. Yeah, and then you bake good. it. Black-eyed set on the tatuma. All right, so what about any of the beans? Can I do black-eyed peas and all that now, or is it too late? No. Little late. Not. you got to wait a little while. Somebody said they were pretty. They were Black-eyed. pretty plants, too. They were. Not, you yeah. don't have to wait too long, but... Okay. Mm-hmm. May first would be good. Oh, really? That's not very long. And plant it by seed, or even even. And do I what? Why are you looking at me funny? Do I plant (laughs) it by seed, Calvin? Oh, I just not too many people grow uh, southern peas anymore. That's right, because they take up a lot of room. That's what he said. They were going to climb the fence and. (laughs) But uh, uh, this uh, was a couple uh, years ago. They're real pretty. Again, uh, I like them if you harvest them. As green, basically as green beans. Oh yeah, because it's so hard to to take them out of the oh, the, the shell. Uh, you could spend the yeah year from one birthday to the next birthday <laughs> shelling the things. Yeah, I, that brings up the story of uh, versus. Uh, they they didn't grow very many themselves, uh, but they they bought them from uh, the growers down on the. Bear Medina County line down there in the sand where they grow good. And so they would get get uh, black-eyed peas up here and green peas up there. And uh, and I was I told them, I said, we need to get a sheller. I don't, I don't like to shell these things. And so, and they said, oh no. That, like typical farmers, that would give you a thousand reasons not to improve and do something. But uh, they would say, what are we going to do with all the shells that you shell them out? you got the shells uh-huh. left and uh, stuff like that. And said, we can't buy enough peas for a shell. And on and on and on. I said, listen, I don't want you to buy a sheller for you. I want you to buy a sheller for me. So they got this little bitty sheller. Oh. <laughs> And it shelled out some. Of course, they could sell stuff fast as they could shell it. Oh. I mean, people were in line waiting for that old shell peas. And uh, the, uh, so eventually that went into a machine that stood, freestanding machine that you pour bushels of peas in uh, into that huh. deal and they come out the, the shallow. 
and it comes out the bottom. It's got, it's got they got fingers in there that uh, uh, rotate oh, and okay. knock the Phew. peas out of the shells. Oh, okay, I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> and they they that was one of their best selling items did ever. They, did they ever thank you? No. Ah. And they and they they fed the uh, shells. You know what was left after you got the peas to the hogs. Okay. So it worked worked good. Huh. But uh and then I took my That's good gotta be one of the best uh compost pile materials oh, yeah. ever. Oh Shell. really? Yeah. And uh especially after they've been through that hog. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go there again. We did that last week. <laughs> but uh then uh then I took my good friend uh Joe Bradbury some peas already shelled. And uh, he said, he's from L.A., Milton. Louisiana? Lower Alabama. Oh, lower Alabama. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, when you drive through, uh, at least in the old-fashioned the old times, uh, the people sitting out on the front porch yeah, shelling, shelling peas. peas. Yeah. Remember Calvin brought us some to show, <laughs> but that's that was that's that was old timers used to do that all the I time. I took a trip that was basically two two days of driving, and uh, was shelling. I figured I'd get. <laughs> I was still shelling when I got back. Oh, <laughs> but uh, Joe said, "I don't want those. I want to. I want to shell my own peas." He said, "I like to shell them until my fingers bleed." Yeah, no one ever got. Peas from Joe, I bet. <laughs> hey, we need you, to take you a quick ask, break. You ask your mother-in-law about that. Okay. I'll yeah, I she, she did that. Okay. Growing up, I will too. call her. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what she says. All right. We're <laughs> going to take a quick break uh, and uh, come back after the news. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And uh, you're, of course, listening to it right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our Easter edition, which is recorded because the nursery is closed today. We're just rambling on, talking about different plants and stuff, <laughs> and I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, we'll be back next Saturday. Millburgers is open again tomorrow, Monday. So uh, you can come if we inspire you to get something. They'll still have those specials on, right? Uh, yeah, it's the last day of the specials. You can and find then, the specials at millburgernursery.com. And then uh, a week from uh, yesterday, Saturday, will be the... Yeah, thank you. Yeah, be the uh, butterfly uh, garden program, include, uh, including planting some uh, milkweed. Yeah, and um, when are we going to have the Fiesta deal? That's uh, the number to call for that to get on the waiting list or get on the list to get because it's limited to 40 is 210-497-3760. Now they're closed today, so but tomorrow, right. 210-497-3760. It's from 10 o'clock to um, just over 11 o'clock. So. Yeah. Um, it'll be fun. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about uh, attracting butterflies in general, and we'll give the monarchs a lot of attention. And then uh, we'll one of the major problems or limits in the monarch population recovering is is uh, milkweed is not easy to 
ger- to plant and germinate. Unless you're a farmer. Yeah, well, that, that's <laughs> a, I, I would just I just think of all the all the times that they're complaining about uh, oh, yeah. how you, you can't even kill that stuff, and, <laughs> and now I'm sure they're giggling about uh, yeah. all all of us out there that are trying to get it to grow now. You you said Douglas King are having they're having problems with it too. They're they uh they've got it to germinate or the it just the growth rate of the it's variety slow, is huh? slow yeah. Well, and then I then I it was a variety that I it was uh, um, a, a Spanish variety, and so I went to do some studying on the what what the particulars are with, and they're talking about. Uh, Four years to oh. get, four years to get in, invincible, like you know, like we were talking mm. about with the farmers, and so, <laughs> and then and then we were there's the other ones though that uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, green uh, milkweed that uh, that that I had some success with uh, until the freeze has got it, <laughs> and then the oh, antelope, uh, and then we'll, we always got the. The fallback is tropical milkweed, and it's it's a very attractive plant. It's easy to grow from seed. The transplants are easy to grow too, Blooms and all it's summer. a favorite. It's a favorite um, monarch um, nectar source and um, source for caterpillar food too. So that's yeah. it's always a good one if you have to fall back. Then there's butterfly weed, which is attractive and good nectar source. But not, doesn't seem to be a, a great way for uh, uh, monarchs to, ra- to raise young. They, 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 the the uh, toxins in the in the foliage are not the, to the level that they are in the other milkweeds. But hmm. it's a, it's very attractive. Uh, we are. Are you gonna have a banding of the blue uh, uh, monarchs? When do you when do you do that in the fall or spring? Well, there we got. You know, they put that little yeah no tag on them. no, but they uh, of course some of our some of our uh, participants, the, the universities and the zoo and such yeah. participate in in that. If uh, that's a good point, Jerry, because if uh, a lot of the enthusiasm we we see oh, on yeah. this monarch support effort, um, if uh, you know, certainly we want you to come to our one of our three. Uh, programs, uh, monarch programs, but you can also participate. Uh, uh, the uh, Texas A and M here in, mm-hmm. in San Antonio, the Dallas University of Texas, um, the zoo, the zoo. I think yeah. has an active program. Our friends in uh, uh, Comal County have a uh, butterfly garden. Well, we've got our certif- certified butterfly garden. Yeah. At uh, Millburgers, yeah, and that that's a very attractive. The, the best thing about that is it's uh, so it's good looking and uh, meets the needs of the butterflies both. <laughs> so there, yeah, there's lots of lots of options, and the 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 neatest thing about it is that you can a- actually have some impact mm-hmm. on it. You know, you you talk about millions of insects or butterflies. Uh, but if you uh, if you can help provide some native uh, milkweeds or even even milkweeds that are are selected by uh, monarchs 
in for their uh, April uh, migration and then uh, uh, before uh, the November migration, you can you can actually have um, increase the population. And if if they lay eggs and don't raise young, that's a that's a generation that's lost too. Uh, that's another thing. So they maybe we could ship them to collect them and ship them to uh, Mexico. Oh, uh, so they can yeah hatch out down there. So there there's a, there's actually quite a, quite a few. Uh, I don't know if we call them gardeners, but butter butterfly professionals that <laughs> that's uh, that sell. Yeah, uh, yeah, sell. Uh, Oh, butterflies and various sage caterpillars oh, okay. and yeah. eggs and uh, all kinds of uh, all kinds of opportunities to get involved. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, John Thomas of Wild Seed Farms has a deal. It's in the fall, I think, and they they banned some of the. Yeah, they put a little marker on them yeah, so they can yeah. track them. Or? Yeah, well, they call back if where the. Butterflies ends its life. Uh, you get that tag, and then you can call back and see where it came from. And uh, so far, and I've told them this is a problem. They put that tag on on one wing or the other. Oh, right no, I see what's going to happen. And so they just fly in circles. No, is that right? Yeah, the, the furthest uh, John and them have had a butterfly be reported back to is Lugenbach. No, they uh, haven't. Yeah, it's a, uh, that's really the furthest. Yeah, that's furthest. I say. I guess they stop for beer, <laughs> probably, and some good music and some <laughs> dancing. And yeah, I, you know I, how those I, butterflies. You know, we, you and I get sucked in with this. Uh, yeah. yeah, we thought he's getting enthusiastic about uh, helping save the monarch uh, butterflies. Well, uh, a worthy cause, <laughs> and all he's doing is uh, making fun of you. them. Yeah, <laughs> poor monarch. Uh, you could. We'll call John and. Okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, get, 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 really the he's furthest? been doing that three or four years, and they don't get any further than Lukenbach. Oh, because they're flying around and around. That deal's on their right. right wing. That actually, is is true that they're not getting. They're getting. They're disappointed in the the distance. Oh, okay, yeah, because they, they somebody had found one that had gone like thirty miles, and they were all raving about really? it and everything, and. They, is that a front that, car that window? That, that was not a very windshield. <laughs> he was riding on the <laughs> windshield. <laughs> okay, but that, but that, that's a, that's an issue that uh, generation. You got to be, you got to have a successful place to lay the eggs, and uh, and they got you got to raise, raise the young, or you lose another generation. Yeah. Know? Well, I think but, I think we ought to gather the sisters oh, up. And then get them all up in central location and then drive them back down to Mexico. You know, it's amazing that no one follows his ideas. I know it. They're, in, they're flying to Mexico, aren't they? Yeah, that, these, this group that comes through San Antonio does. There you go. goes down by Mexico City. Now, when I was, you know, if, uh, if you... Uh, some of the veterans, uh, like I, I was at the Defense Language Institute in Monterey, and they used to have a big wintering ground there. Gosh, that was spectacular. Um, but uh, that's another another place where they've really population's really been reduced. Oh yeah, I've, I don't, I haven't been there in, in a number of years. But you read about it; it's just 
you know, it's a few trees and a few thousand butterflies, and that's about about it compared to <laughs> what it'd be in the used to be. You know, it'd be have this whole Hanging. whole yeah. co- whole uh, uh, coast area. So, anyhow, it's, it's, a worthy, it's a worthy topic. Hopefully, uh, a lot yeah. of the audience will get involved. Now, so again, tell people what they do to get involved with the uh, the seminars. That you yeah, have. well, the the one in. Uh, at Millburgers is uh, the 15th, that's Saturday, at uh, 10 a.m., and you call to, to reserve a, a spot. 210-497-3760. Okay, and we'll have a, a lecture, and then we'll uh, get some milkweed seed and some seedlings. See if we can have any better luck than a lot of folks are having, yeah. and then we'll. And then there's a second, uh, the week after that on a Saturday, the uh, Education Resource Center over there by Medical Center is going to have a session, and that's at uh, at nine thirty, and uh, that one. Uh, if you want to reserve a spot there, it's the twenty second, and it's two ten three eight two four four five five. Okay. Any time of day or night, right? Uh, huh? Any time, day or night, twenty four seven. It may go to voicemail. Just leave, <laughs> leave a message. Someone will get back with you. Yeah. So if I let's say I I go to this and I plant the you know and I get milkweed and everything's happy, you may be able to grow milkweed. You yeah. think so? A weed. How does milkweed look? Is it more disciplined than my? Well, no. you got some that are uh, attractive. You got some that are uh, weedy. Yeah, weedy. <laughs> Which kind are you doing the seeds for? Huh? Weedy. You're doing the seeds for weedy. Well, at least one of them weedy, and, okay. and ho- hopefully one one will be a little more attractive. But can I expect to do this? Like they'll come back, like the blue bonnets? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you talked about the farmers complaining about them. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you probably ask a farmer, you say, "Well, don't worry about that. You can't you can't kill that stuff. It's <laughs> okay. going to come back." And but then down here are the butterfly um, supporters. They're they're saying, "I can't get anything to grow except the tropical milkweed." <laughs> oh, tropical milkweed is easy to grow. Uh, we had one gardener. Um, I, I can't remember who it was, but it was either today or yesterday. Was t- was telling me about that. Uh, oh, I know. They, they called on the phone as one of those that was going to attend the mm. session, and she said she had uh, four of her uh, tropical milkweeds were, co- oh, were that coming right? back already. That's, I haven't seen mine come plant. back. I expect them to come back, but that's I haven't a seen good it plant. Yet. Okay, blooms all summer, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Once they you once know, they I'm, start, they go fast. I'm wondering if that tri- uh, that uh, those milkweed that grow in the wild. If they d- don't have the uh, philosophy of uh, dropping a lot of seed, throwing a lot of seed on the ground, and then having a very small percentage germination, you know, kind of like blue bonnets. Blue mm-hmm. bonnets kind of do that. But uh, but it's interesting. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, I'm, I'm sure there must be, of course, it's not nearly the, as attractive as blue bonnets, but... Yeah. You you think that there's probably uh, some gardeners out there that are excited about the challenge yeah. of milkweed. Yeah. When do the monarchs normally come through? April and then oh. on the, uh, 
uh, October coming back the other direction. Oh, so April. Okay, so are we planting this now for April, for October, or we're because we're in April? No, we're we'll we'll get uh, some more in April. We'll get some in May. Okay, and then uh, and then we all you know Jerry and I were always uh, having those arguments about when we should cut back the. <laughs> the tropical milkweed. Yeah, those were those people, ugly. People wouldn't listen, you know, for some reason. That trace was the worst one. Well, they were. Uh, told him to cut all the yeah, he, he would not do it. Most, I know. most gardeners too, kind of. When I, I suggested that they do that, they're just kind of they got a smile on their face, kind of like, "Why don't you thin your peaches?" And they feel like they just kind of pat you on the head and go, "Yes, uh, yeah. I'll do that. Go away yeah. now." Well, you, yeah, you, do so, you do so well. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's he's getting older, you know. <laughs> Humor him. <laughs> but anyway, they they're still selling a lot of that at mm-hmm. the Millburgers. I mean, they got in a big shipment the other day, and in full in bloom. So, Is it uh, blooming? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, right at the top, but uh, yeah, that's funny. Fool is. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Y- of you want me to catch you some monarchs when they first come through? No, I don't want you to catch them or talk to them or do anything. <laughs> I could whisper. Yeah, I could. I know. That's what you I remember. Take pictures. That. Take pictures. Those poor monarchs. They were never the same. <laughs> that's why they don't come through San Antonio. They, they've heard about Jerry. It's got the whispering. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. So that's uh, coming up. Anything else on the? Uh, on the milkweed or mine? What else do they like? When is and we've oh, they, oh, of course, they 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 like the zinnias. Oh, okay. Yeah, zinnias Who are doesn't? one of their one of the favorite uh, uh, plants for pollinators. Mist flower, mist flower is always covered with uh, butter butterflies. Uh, lantana, lantana. They like more in the fall, but they like oh, lantana. Oh, okay. Uh, but our. Uh, Porterweed, they love porterweed. Oh. It's hard to beat the that red porterweed. They get covered with that. I'm hoping we get a, a bunch of it again this year. Uh, really attractive if you've got a, a patio or a, a sloped area and you got some some in in containers of that, and you you can have a hummingbird and you can have uh, but, butterflies and bees on this little plant, you know, this two-foot plant, just all at the same time. I've never, never seen a competition like that before. But there, but there, it is a, quite a source of uh, nectar. And uh, Blue Plumbago? Of course, uh, yeah, a Blue Plumbago is a, it's a steady one, but it's okay. not. Uh, the, they like the Blue Curl. Okay. Yeah, the Blue Curl is booming up a storm right now on that. Uh, the butterflies that are there are using it. But the zinnias are blooming now, too. And in fact, zinnias are on sale at Millburgers. Okay. And by the way, you can see all the things that are on sale at Millburgers when you go to millburgernursery.com. You can find out about events like Calvin's talking about and other events that are coming up uh, later in the spring. Uh, you Fiesta. Can find... Okay. April 22nd. Uh, that's going to be fun. All right, we'll tell you uh, more about that as we get closer. And um, we can uh, watch videos, uh, find sale items, all kinds of stuff. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This, of course, is 930 AM. The answer. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. All right, gentlemen, what should we talk about now? Can I uh, make one? Uh, oh, okay. Um, you know, we, we didn't mention the New, new Braunfels. Uh, oh, yeah. Because butterfly, because it's pretty much uh, full. But I have to tell everybody that I, I told them that it started at 9.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And the uh, just coming to get organizer parking. told me that they were they were not opening until 10 a.m., so that everybody is scheduled uh, to uh, to attend. <laughs> we want them still to attend, but come come by at uh, 10, 10 a.m. and we'll be done sometime after 11 a.m. I think they're giving free beer at 9:30. <laughs> <laughs> If it was uh, what's the, what's the, what's the, yeah worst Oh, that sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. you're okay with that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it was so good idea. Come up with that. So there's a lot of there. There there's uh, you know <laughs> our our uh, class may be full with uh, we got forty folks signed up, but there's lots of other activities going on there and that. Uh, oh, good. Okay. For that that. Uh, Egg Festival up there in New Braunfels. So call, uh, you can call them at the extension office at uh, uh, Comal County Extension. Yeah. All righty. Well, what else, gentlemen? Should we talk about trees or is there? Uh... Yeah, I, uh, I had a, a revelation today. Oh, yesterday. my goodness. Good for you. And <laughs> I looked out at, uh, Jeremy hadn't mowed my grass in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? Okay. And I had a, a, a beautiful bluegrass out there, you know. And, you know, the main problem with that bluegrass is you can't get seed of it to spread it. Okay. Of course, that's not a problem to Neil Perry and some of those that are trying to find a way to kill it. Yeah. But for those of us who appreciate that uh, summer, I mean that winter green, uh, we haven't been able to find a source of seed. I looked into my backyard that was about a week or ten days old. I've been from being cut, and the seed heads were oh waving in the wind. So it's like wheat. It had, it had seed heads above the plants. So if you have that situation, and you can, if you want it in different locales, you can go through there with a hedge tripper, hedge uh, trimmer, and uh, just cut those. All. You mean like a weed eater? Well, yeah. I'm thinking of more of something that you can cut that stalk off okay. with the seed on it okay. and maybe put it in some type of sack or container okay, to catch so you that mean seed. Kind of, okay. and then, or you can just put, it direct, put those pods directly where you want the grass to be next year. Uh, you could also mow it. Uh, I think that would work if you would mow it and have a have a grass catcher. 
and uh, mow that seed. I think that seed would be caught in that grass catcher. Then you, d- you distribute the uh, the uh, clippings in another area that doesn't have bluegrass. And that should help, help you out. But uh, that's the way we do uh, uh, uh the horse herb? The horse herb, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it has its seed, right? it has that little beautiful yellow flower on the top of the plant. Horse and, herb? Yeah, horse herb. And you uh, <laughs> you mow that after it gets a little bit high. You get all those flowers and seed in your grass catcher, and then you distribute them where you want uh, horse herb. Uh, next next time. It seems and too easy. Don't do not send it to Evelyn. Uh, no. <laughs> wait a minute. I, that's a good, she can be the collection point. <laughs> Evelyn will come hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to get a... Melberg's got a transplant. Yeah, the horse herb. Yeah, the horse herb. And I was going to wrap up some horse herb. should have done it for Easter. Uh, put on a front porch. So okay, if I've heard this and now I want horse herb, yeah. Um, do is it time to plant it now? Oh yeah. Well, any transplant really? You can plant it anytime. But it really isn't as you, like you in the summer. Let it is come it come up first? Okay. Another I've word. got a little. Uh, I think I told you guys, but I have a <laughs> little p- patch of it about as big as this room. And it's coming up real thick there, but it's the only place in the yard where it's yeah. coming up. Can't quite figure out why, why that was the, <laughs> the spot that. Well, because works well. the water settled there, maybe and dropped, you're pro- you're dropped the seed. Right. Yeah, looks uh, it looks like there's a little some slopes on on, yeah. on the outside. But uh, I haven't got much horse herb in my yard at all hmm. because of no Bluegrass? water. I haven't watered. Oh. And uh, when it's raining, uh, that stuff comes up thick, big time thick. So by the time we're on the air Saturday, how long does it take to pop up? It comes up pretty fast after after rain. Okay. I was going to say, if it rains tonight and Friday, or t- uh, tonight and Thursday. 70% chance. Tonight? I don't know. 60 oh, okay. tonight. Wednesday. Mm. 70, 80% chance. Yeah, I'm going to look. Yeah, they were talking about over an inch tomorrow. Wow, it's Thursday. But do they know what over an inch is? I guess they do. I guess they do. They've been been two-tenths and one-tenths. You know, all you need is one of them wooden rulers. (laughs) Although my uh, um, brain gauges are not surviving very well with... When you, it's dust. funny when they never get any water in them. They, <laughs> now I have a I have a blue grass theory though. What's that? So then, and as I see it growing, which I think it's bluegrass, I'll yeah. have to take a picture. Pretty. Uh, where there once was a Saint Augustine lawn. Yeah. They're not watering the Saint Augustine because I don't think they want the bluegrass to to grow as quickly as. And the so bluegrass th- is going to die in the summer. Yeah, but I think the St. Augustine's going are going to be dead too because they're no. not they're not taking care of it. It won't. It won't. Okay. But they wait a minute. I get. I didn't get it. What, what? So like I can see underneath it. 
Okay. They've got St. Augustine. Okay. And it's it's now brown. It wasn't always brown, but it's brown now. But so you it got frozen. Well, okay, so you think it's alive, it's just underneath the bluegrass? I think you'll it get could some. be dead. Uh, what's that? Could be dead. Well, that's what I was worried, that they weren't watering it because they saw the bluegrass. <laughs> they said, oh, man, I've got this beautiful right. green lawn. I don't need to water. That's right. I don't need to take care of it. I'll, and, bet, they'll get, I'll bet they'll get some of come up, though. And uh, the thing about uh, San Augustine grass, if we ever do get start getting regular rain, yeah. it, <laughs> it, it, it spreads pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm hoping ours will. Ours is patchy, yeah. but uh, well, I got, I've got so much shade now that oh, so I've got a I've got a few, few patches of uh, slope in full sun where uh, Bermuda grass grows and mm, yeah, a little less where the San Augustine grows, but not not, not nothing that would be described as a. Uh, Superior site for turf grass growth. <laughs> but under Milton's Rules of Gardening, uh, page 25, that shade is deceptive because in the summer, that's where the St. Augustine looks the best is kind of on a lawn that has a big tree in it. It's weird because it shouldn't. It should be shaded out, right? I don't know. Well, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta Lawns have some. Don't make any you sense gotta to have me. some soil and some water, though. Still. Well, I was thinking. I thought yeah. maybe y'all had said that the tree was, that that while there was shade and that was bad, the canopy kind of cooled. If you, it. Got, if you got regular, if you got regular uh, rain, then then when you got hot weather, then sometimes you do get a a shady growth area. Yeah. But then, but I know that you're can, right. It continues it, to be dry. It's not long before it, okay. it, it disappears. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, got a question in that, uh, and uh, Jeremy is uh, my son. Really excited about growing those tomatoes and well, good for him. And by <laughs> the way, they still got some of those love, lovely pots at Millburgers. Oh, the those two are, for uh, eighteen inch. Yeah, eighty five dollars. Did he ever paint the ones he got? No, no or his, she painted them. His the wife is going to. Okay, not his wife. His girlfriend. Yeah, you be careful. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, he's having stuff. He's. It's interesting to see a novice gardener. Some of the things that they ask. Uh, like he he's not sure how much to water because they they're in potting mix and things like that. So and are they in pots? Yeah, you oh, said yeah, that. Oh yeah, they're so. big pots. That's one of the things about uh, when it's well drained. Yeah, you can't you can't really overwater it. That's true. But anyway, he said there's something digging in there. Hmm. In the pot? In the pot. Squirrels. Oh. That's what I said, yeah. And so Neil had a question uh, this last week. Question one, is it helpful to plant marigolds and onions as deterrents for squirrels beside tomatoes? Now, you wouldn't want to plant an onion 
next to your tomatoes get it it makes the tomatoes pungent, wouldn't it, Milton? No. Make them like an onion? No. You don't think so? No. Plus Calvin shaking his head. What about, <laughs> <laughs> what, what about peppers, hot peppers next to sweet peppers? Oh, well, but those are both peppers. Yeah. Maybe. So will, it, will it make the uh, sweet peppers hot? Or the hot pepper sweet? Yeah. Will it do that? Maybe. No? Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had, you'd have to say the seed. It would have to be crossed. Oh, and then once it's crossed, the yeah. seed might. The seed might produce a plant with a pepper that's a little bit. That goes back to Mendel. Yeah, one of those around the edge of your compost pile that yeah. everybody talks um, about. But anyway... Uh, this question was, squirrels have caused real problems with my tomatoes in the past two years. Let's see where it is from. It's from a guy, from, a person is from Dallas. I have heard using things like cayenne peppers to stop them will work. And, you know, we've talked about it on the show. Right, Milton? I you think remember? we're running out of time. You remember? I do remember, sadly. <laughs> it's for the placement of the pepper uh, uh-huh. determines the success. What, I bet you Neil didn't say that. <laughs> what is your opinion on the usefulness of planting marigolds and onions as deterrents? And Neil answers in his very political way. Mm-hmm. I don't think either would deter squirrels for one millimoment. Wow. Micromoment. That's... Micromoment. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're too late for to plant onions by two months, and no plant I can think of would draw spider mites to the tomatoes oh. any faster than marigolds. Oh, that's true. Go go to town, Mel. Uh, Neil. A lot of people... Uh, plant marigolds to attract, uh, use them as an attractant plant, and then when the marigold, when the uh, spider mites get on the marigold, they pull the marigold up and throw it away, throw the whole population away. In other words, they'll get on the marigold faster than they'll get on a tomato. Yeah, they, they're... So they're trap plants. Hey, we need to take a break. Uh, give you me want, a break. Okay, I'm going to give you a break. And you'll come back and tell us the rest of it. Is that the end of Neil's thing? That's or? pretty much the end of it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We just, we're running tight on breaks. That's all right. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I won't tell you the number because this is our Easter show. On behalf of everybody at Millburgers, they want to wish you and your family a very happy Easter. Hope you're having a good holiday. Now, they're open again tomorrow. Uh, so you can come by. You can find out what's on special by going to millburgernursery.com because Sometimes we tell you that, but today you go to millburgernursery.com and you'll find out about that, some of the events, including Calvin's event coming up uh, next Saturday uh, at Millburger. So uh, do that, and we'll be back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back 
to Mill Rivers Garden in South Texas, our Easter edition. I hope you're having a wonderful Easter holiday. Um, We're having a fun time talking gardening with you. Hope you're enjoying it. And uh, think of those questions for next week, and uh, we would love to hear from you. But uh, right now, uh, we've talked about peach, peaches Mm -hmm. blooming and uh, fruit in the the past, and... uh, all my tree, all my trees are finally blooming. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Now the, of course, the uh, Florida King has uh, it's already it's got, got a little bit pretty large fruit, fruit, but uh, the uh, well, June Gold has finally showed some fruit, and then uh, uh, a couple other uh, medium chill factors are are, are, are blooming, and you. Uh, if you want to keep those uh, blemish free, those those peaches, you got to start spraying them. Because uh, uh, so what suddenly happens is you you realize you, you kind of say, "Oh, well, uh, look at all those peaches on there." <laughs> and then the next thing you look close, and they're uh, all of our um, stink bugs and and everything else is uh, inv- invaded. Uh, and so you'll 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 get some. Peaches, but they'll be pretty uh, marred and a lot of damage on them. So they won't be ready for the grocery store. Is that what no, you they won't. A supermarket. So yeah, get get yourself a a little uh, spray program. There's some a uh, lot of lot of choices on sprays. There's some uh, some organic controls that well we've got at Millburgers that uh, work seem to work. I, I I'm still. I still like uh, Malathion and Captan. It's my favorite from the old days. and Well, because I can't get uh, <laughs> the ones that I used to use. But, yeah. but Malathion and Captan work well. Spray every week. That's the ones a fungicide and one's a, a uh, insecticide. And they'll protect the fruit. Stink bugs are the toughest oh, yeah. to control. Yeah, control those with two bricks, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. That seems like an or, awfully slow or, method, or, uh, but it seems like an effective method. It works. I want to see somebody w- use one of those vacuum cleaners. Yeah. yeah. Who was it? Trace. Va- Trace, yeah. Vacuum them up. I bet they'd vacuum them up pretty good, as hard, as big and hard as they are. Yeah. Well, we've seen a few of those uh, trees where you you get near them, and they're all the stink bugs or flying in all different directions and so mm. but I haven't it hasn't been uh, last few years I haven't seen the, the yeah. numbers that, that <laughs> way like the old days well we've had probably had had they probably need a little moisture the uh, Jerry let's also alert folks on uh, fire ants mm. what yeah. I thought they froze out huh? oh no Kevin's oh, hands oh did you get eaten up oh gosh yeah I get I get near uh a garden and the fire ants. They come after me, you, huh? Find me, and then I get these. Now, the, mine are all, this, these are all two weeks old, so they're all kind of yeah. healed. But uh, they're uh, they're they're there. So well, you're doing those working in those containers, and they like containers. I sure do. It's easy. Yeah, easy to for them to survive. They're just like it's easier for the plants <laughs> plants to survive. And even raised beds, they like raised beds. You oh, get, yeah. You're wa- watering them so there's some moisture there mm-hmm. and the drainage is good. Uh, so, But it makes it, makes it uh, unpleasant 
uh, especially <laughs> if you get a reaction to the oh, yeah. uh, to the fire ants. So uh, kind of take a little survey, and then you'll you'll be able to should be pretty easy to see the answer there, and then get get one of the got lots of choices on fire ant mm-hmm. sprays too, sir. Um, Organic types too. Spinosad. Yeah, and they work pretty. Uh, spinosad type. Yes, uh, spinosad works pre- pretty well. And in fact, labeled uh, labeled for the vegetable garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's a relatively. You easy know how to, to find them, don't you, Milton? If you know you. Uh, you no, want, again, the, the you opinion of Doctor Parsons is purely his own. What this is this has been proven scientifically okay. proven. Yeah, he used to call me and say, "Stick your hand." Yeah, in there. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer he do uses the hamburger trick. Just uh, use a little pizza hamburger meat like you're cooking, or let one of the hamburgers fall off the grill. Okay, and uh, they'll they'll come and tote it away, <laughs> even if you don't see any mounds anywhere. Huh? Take take a little piece of raw hamburger meat. And put it out on your patio, and see if they don't. You don't have fires. Then people say, "Well, how how do I know that fires?" Pretty much every ant you see now. Oh, is that in right? There is a fire ant. Huh? See the one of those big Texas fires, <laughs> big Texas ants, which will sting the hell out of you. But uh, or it's a fire. Now even those little. Uh <laughs> Teeny little ones. What do they call those? Those crazy ants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a little bite. They don't, they don't bite, do they? I think they, they do. To, they, they do bite some. Are you sure? I don't um, think it's like a fire ant bite, but yeah, I think it's just a little um, crazy not, ants. They're not. Stop, uh, <laughs> they're not. They're not. Uh, the ones in the house don't seem to, to bite, but uh, there's some small ones outside that seem. Well, to they're be, trying to get in. Yeah, they're bad. Now, the, 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 this is one of the <laughs> one of the bad, bad things about getting old, and your eyes get less oh, and less. No, you know, no. you discover the ants when they yeah first bite you. Yeah. Oh no! I thought I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have any ants. And the sad thing about it, when the first one bites you. Oh yeah, that's why the rest of them. Come. I, I don't. I never hear a bugle, but I swear <laughs> I should hear it. Bees are the same way. Is that right? Once you get stung by a bee, the rest of them are coming after you too, hmm. to that very same spot. Huh? I've they, not they release a pheromone. Did Did the bees uh, go to your uh, bird bass? Uh yeah yeah mine too yeah and I uh, the dogs is uh, just the strangest thing my dog. Dogs laying down there in the bird bath, by the bird bath. You know, I got low ones, high ones. Mm-hmm. Bees everywhere. They're, not, they're coexisting. Doesn't, huh? doesn't sting me. Doesn't sting the <laughs> the, the dogs. They're just kind of a true easy. So they're thirsty. <laughs> so yeah, the bee bees. If you don't get too panicky, of course, that's all it takes. If you're allergic to one one of those uh, oh, yeah. insects, to be a real problem. So be careful. <laughs> Oh, did you oh be careful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as, you know, we have environmentalists that uh, don't like to put out some of those baits and poisons because it may kill the native fire ants. There is a native fire ant. <laughs> wonder who he's picking on. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> There's a native fire ant. And, of course, you wouldn't want to kill the natives and leave the fire the 
imported fire ants turned loose. Well, the, the imported fire ants should not be a problem for us long because A&M has That's identified right. it as a oh, so wipe day now. babies yeah. out. I think it's on the list right after cotton root rot, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. How quickly things change got, once you retire from the system. They got several million dollars to do that. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> well, they got plenty to work with. Let's uh, put it ants or way. cotton root rot? Ants and, and uh, cotton root okay. rot. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, anyway, the, uh, if it's really hard to tell the difference between a imported fire ant and the native and a native fire ant. Uh, sometimes the natives might have drums, they're beating little drums as they as they march. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and, and he, he, he doesn't even drink. No, that's, that's, that's a sad part. All right. Uh, you're listening to Bill Of course, Bird the stories <laughs> might be better if he did drink. Yeah. They, <laughs> we I should go get, to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so the native... Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We've got about, oh, just about six minutes. What else do we... Uh, Need to talk about? Did you anything else from Neil, or do we bring yeah, up one, any trees? Thing, uh, when we were talking about the keeping those squirrels out, yeah, I said, thought squirrels liked onions too. Well, they may do. I thought they would <laughs> dig up your onions, like in a in a, in a pot. No? Neil gave the option of that. Uh, your best bet would be to use some type of tree netting secured over large tomato cages. Granted, you see, squirrels might. Chew through it, but the my, my mid challenge might be enough to discourage them. Mild. Frost cloth can actually be secured up to the sides of your cages and left in place well into the late spring as young, long as you leave the tops open so that heat can escape. No, you don't have to leave the top open on. Uh, on that uh, the the original grow web insulate. type. Well, insulate's thicker. I don't. Know, I never have tried that. Done that. But I have uh, used what they uh, what they call grow cloth. Or I still have grow, grow, the grow cloth. Yeah, and it, it's thin. Uh, people kept asking that. You know, did it, how lo- how long did you leave it on or whatever? So I said, well. I'll just grow a tomato uh, through the whole season under that cloth. And uh, it set fruit, a lot of fruit, and uh, never never burnt the tomatoes. So, uh, uh, and Malcolm Beck always believed that that grow web uh, product actually was better, was good for it in the summer, in it? For fall tomatoes, <coughs> because it would dissipate the, it was basically kind of shade the plants and uh, dis, uh, dissipate the uh, the heat. Oh, okay. And well, Milton, we should be he, ready to get a tomato report when we get back. I uh, bet next week we'll start getting some. I have I have blooms on mine. Yeah, I got uh, small fruit in there. Oh, do you have small that, fruit? Oh, wow. That a lot of. Folks were talking about small fruit. Yeah, I got the Ruby Crush. I, I forget when I got Is that it. Billy, that but uh, yeah. yeah, Billy had some, and then 
We need a report on Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be a bigger tomato, and it's going to take a while. Oh, okay, you're right. That makes sense. Well, yeah. all I have is uh, Thunderbird, uh, Ruby King, I mean, Ruby, Ruby Crush, Crush, and uh, BHN 968. I didn't get any of my usual favorite. <laughs> no Tycoon. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, no, did we did we talk about Tycoon? Did uh, we have it? No, yeah, we got it. Okay. Uh, they got a okay. lot of Tycoon. Different different size containers. But uh <laughs> Jeremy was funny. He said those tomatoes are growing real fast. You know, <laughs> I said I told Jeremy if we put up put our plants in the pot with the potting mix, of course. Put plenty of uh Osmocote plus copious amounts. And uh then we put a cage, a big cage on it. And uh, Jeremy and his girlfriend said, that's mighty high. You, <laughs> think, well, you need one that big? I said, well, we'll use this one. And uh, Jeremy said, that thing, that tomato is growing like wild. You know, it's going to fill that cage up and come back down. Uh, it's a five, five and a half foot cage. But, uh, yeah, given the right condition. And the good news, this year, we won't have to worry about fungus diseases. Why? Oh, because the drought? No rain. Okay. Well, we're getting rain to, tomorrow, Thursday. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so pessimistic. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We got about two minutes. What else uh, should we talk about? Anything real quick? Uh well, let's see. It will be it will be interesting to see this uh, lawn grass situation because uh, Jerry is pretty negative on what's uh, what's alive. <laughs> I'm a little more yeah. positive on that, Me too. that some of it's going to make it. Yeah, because it it just is always <laughs> fools us. And if I remember right, Jerry occasionally declares things like tycoon and. <laughs> Uh, BHN, no, BHN 968 is gone forever, and so People will. that may be good luck if he's declared these. Uh, <laughs> the St. Augustine got about a minute. People uh, are still haven't cut back their uh, sago palms. Yeah, they're waiting. I guess. I guess so. I do see uh, the the ones that came back last time don't look like they're coming back. I don't know why. They're so, weak. Oh, is that it? Yeah, they, they, do, okay. they do look weak. Yeah. Well, but, gentlemen. But those dead fronds are not going to come back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. If they're brown, they ain't going to get green. Cut them down? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we are just about out of time. Well, So we will wish you a happy, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Thank you. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed the show and you have a wonderful Easter. Uh, on behalf of us and on behalf of everybody at Millburgers. And uh, don't forget, uh, there are lots of things going on. We'll tell you more about them next week. And you can find out about them now by going to millburgernursery.com. Milton Glick saying uh, goodbye on behalf of the docs. We'll see you next week on The Answer.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.